The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to this week's General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All of us uh, sitting here in quarantine still, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, hopefully this deal gets over soon so we can get back to uh, racing and uh, fun and honestly just getting some fresh air. I don't know about you, but uh, I love my house, but I'm tired of seeing those four walls. Like, seriously, time to be done with it. Done, I say. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been uh, been a crazy month, and uh, I I don't know. I know at least through May first, we're uh, we're gonna be uh, I don't know. We're gonna be uh, you know under this uh, whatever quarantine advisement, uh, watching our backs. I really think uh, June one's gonna be uh, when things really turn around. But uh, all I can say is is we're here. We're doing radio today, and uh, we promised you we'd continue cranking it out. Thanks to all of you tuning in on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, Sports Byline Network, uh, our troops overseas, and uh, tuning in on the American Forces Network. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, thank you. Please smash that subscribe button. Leave us a rating or downandirtyshow.com, Podcast One. Anywhere that carries the show, thank you guys for tuning in. we got a fun show today. Um, you know, here in hour number one, I've got a big event I'm putting on this weekend. We're going to talk about that uh we got tiffany stone calling in for a couple of segments we're going to catch up just on uh, the craziness in the world today and uh i don't know what uh, what we think is going to happen when we rebound out of motorsports and then also uh hour number two we're going to kind of go continue on with our best of theme from the past couple of years i'm airing one of my uh favorite interviews uh every single week from the past couple of years this week Mr. Rutledge Wood gets the anointment as a best of for hour number two. So we got an entire hour with Mr. Rutledge Wood. And uh, if you know Rutledge, you know he does not disappoint anytime you have him on the air, uh, whether it be TV, radio, podcast, whatever. So uh, Rutledge Wood, my guest this week in hour number two, best of from last year, episode number 400. Uh, his debut on the show, so that's definitely going to be a fun one. Uh, I don't know. We got uh, we got some interesting news coming out of Lucas Oil Off Road Racing Series. Obviously, I've got my massive World Cup of Esports event we're running this weekend for short course. So we got a lot to talk about today. That is right. You may be quarantined at home, but we have some down and dirty radio show for you. And uh, trust me, this is going to be a fun one. We're going to do our best to entertain, anyways. So uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back with more right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty radio show powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. 
I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425 888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, like I said, this is uh, interesting times, unheard of times, you know, for our country, for the world. I mean, this is... You never have global events like this where everything's completely shut down, everybody at home. You know, every major sporting event across the globe has been canceled. I mean, this is just very, very crazy times indeed. But uh, we are continuing on with radio, podcasts, and a whole lot of fun. Uh, I do want to uh, give a shout-out to uh, my friends um, Haley Shanley, Jackie Reese. Jackie's been a guest on this show before, uh, Snow Bike Racer. They've got their own podcast called The Mini Moto Show. Uh, it's about snowmobiles, snowcross, dirt bikes, everything else. And I was just a guest on that show this last week. Go over there to iTunes, Mini Moto Show. Uh, we'll also get it up on our website as well. But uh, fun, fun interview talking about uh, – we talked a little bit about off-road, a little bit about uh, snow bike racing and uh, really the industry in general and how it's going to rebound out of this. So uh, I think you guys will enjoy that. Go check it out. Mini Moto Show on uh, Apple Podcasts. And uh, I'm the guest this week. Um, So that being said, you know, we're all sitting here. I got this eSports team. We've talked about it a little bit here on the show. Um, But, uh, you know, it's one of those where eSports, you know, obviously you guys know. You've been paying attention. Um, NASCAR shut down. IndyCar shut down. World of Outlaws shut down. IMSA shut down. What's everybody doing? 
they're doing esports, right? They're they're getting into sim racing, iRacing. Our good friends at iRacing. I do have a promo code over there, by the way, PR dash Jim Beaver. That'll get you fifty percent off. Um, you know, signing up for iRacing to do some uh, uh, some sim racing, but. Uh, yeah, so everybody's kind of been jumping on that, and you know, TV time on uh, you know for for NASCAR on Fox. I mean, NBC Sports been carrying the IndyCar stuff. It's been uh, been really really good for the sport. One because we've got an outlet. Drivers still out, still out there. They're in front of the media. There's a lot going on, you know. Um, and it, and it's obviously is it a replacement for real world racing? Absolutely not. But. It has been entertaining, to say the least, to keep us through this dark period. Do you want to call it a dark period? I think this definitely qualifies as a dark period to get us through this dark period in the world right now where we don't have racing, you know, and, and it's some kind of live sports, right? May not be what you totally like, but it's live sports. And, uh, you know, I'll take that. And not only that, but I've got an investment in it, you know. But um, a, a couple of notes. One, obviously, I've got this big, it's called the Jim Beaver Esports E-Short Course World Cup. Presented by General Tire. It's coming this Saturday. If you're tuning in on Sirius XM, it's uh, already passed. You can go watch the replay on YouTube, Twitch, uh, my Facebook, Jim Beaver. Uh, it's also going to be on General Tire's Facebook. We've got a bunch of other um, Facebook pages going to be cross-posting it. But it's going to be airing on uh, those Facebook pages. And uh, we've got a full TV production. It's two hours long. It's going to be insane. And so... Uh, yeah, it's going to be insane. And uh, we've got Travis Pastrana coming in. We've got now Chad Reed joining the fold. We've got uh, Connor Daly, IndyCar driver. We've got Ron Caps, NHRA driver, uh, Alexander Rossi, um, Greg Biffle. I mean, we got some who's who of uh, racing and motorsports coming in to do this. In addition to off-road, we've got Justin Lofton. We've got uh, Christopher Povorty. Uh, you know, the, the you know Seth Quintero, Mia Chapman. Uh, we got some legit Corey Weller. I mean, a, a list goes on. Plus, the best sim racers in the world, Mitchell DeYoung. We got Cam Peterson. We got some uh, Bobby Sand Jr. We got some of the best sim racers in the world coming in. This is like a triple header. We got the celebrity crossover drivers. We've got the off-road drivers, and we have the sim racers. You know what I mean? And we're taking the three of the best from these different walks of life or motorsports, and we're combining them all into – a E short course World Cup, and we're going to air the thing live, and it is going to be amazing. Pro fours and pro twos. We're going to run pro fours separately than the pro twos. Everybody's going to drive both on two different tracks: uh, Wild Horse Pass and Wild West Motorsports Park, and uh, it's going to be insane. This Saturday, three o'clock Pacific time. My Facebook channel, my Twitch, my YouTube, as well as General Tires. Tune in. It's going to be off the chain. Uh, Tiffany Stone will be doing the commentary with me, along with Evan Pasako. You know him as the eNASCAR host, and uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. I think you guys are going to enjoy it, so please tune in to that. It's also going to be on Polaris Razor's Facebook page. We've got a bunch of other Facebook pages picking it up. So um, it's going to be all over the Internet. Trust me on this one. Um, so that going on, um, as that's going on, obviously we've been talking about all this esports things like that, but, uh, um, one of the big storylines coming out of the week is Bubba Wallace, you know, and I, I think we're all Bubba Wallace fans. I don't know who's not a Bubba Wallace fan, right? Um, Bubba Wallace has been participating in that, uh, NASCAR, eNASCAR pro series, you know, pro invitational, um, different than what, uh, my guys, Michael Grigley and Eric Smith run in the eNASCAR Coca-Cola series. Um, but he was in this uh, thing, televised live on Fox. And, uh, you know, he's going, he's racing, and uh, things didn't go his way, right? So he up and rage quits. Literally got pissed off, said, I'm over this. I'm done. Out. Done. Literally shuts off his stream, bows out of the race, car disappears, right? 
his sponsor decides, you know what? No, this ain't this isn't working. You're on TV. We sponsor you in real world. We're not getting any value in the real world. We need you for this. He ups and quits. Lost out on all that TV time, literally TV time on Fox. They dropped him. Everybody's up in arms. Oh, this is just a video game. Nah, this is the NASCAR replacement right now. Pay attention. You know, this is no different than social media. If if he was to screw up on social media, I mean, this is literally, that move costs this company tens of thousands of dollars in TV time. You know, and once something like that happens, like, I get it. It is, you know, you can say it's a video game. I say it's a simulation. There's a big difference. You can go and, you know, play Mario Kart. That's a video game. You play iRacing. That is a simulation. Big difference. They're both racing, but Mario Kart's considered a video game. This is not. This is, you know, takes some real talent, some real skill to do. Not saying you Mario Kart players don't have talent and skill, but it's just, uh, there's a big difference in button mashing and actually sim racing. Um but, yeah, all that being said, Bubba Wallace lost a major partner in his real-world team over sim racing. I mean, you want to talk about a crazy storyline. I don't even know. I, the sad thing is I'm a Bubba Wallace fan, but I agree with a sponsor. I do, and I'm one of those. I mean, I, I my race programs, my esports program, my radio show, my podcast, what you're listening to right now is all because of our financial backers and partners that make this happen. And uh, you've got to, doesn't matter what you're doing, you've always got to be conscious of you know what you're doing because you're not only representing yourself, you're representing them. And uh, for Bubba Wallace to do that, um, you know, some people laughed, and I know there's an old guard. I was on some NASCAR uh, groups on Facebook, and they're just just assassinating the world right now. These you know, 60, 70 year old NASCAR fans. This is video games. This is a bunch of crap. It takes no skill. That shouldn't matter. He should be able to do what he wants. And I'm like, eh, no, not really. You know, this is getting television time. You got to watch what you're doing. And so I don't know. It's big, big storyline though coming out of NASCAR. And uh, if you guys haven't caught up on it, it's definitely worth the read. And uh, um, you know, it's it's actually really interesting what's going to develop out of that. I've heard some court cases, things like that. So this could be a really big defining moment in the world of motorsports moving forward. This is going to set a lot of precedents, I think. And, uh, um, you know, it's it's actually something you should watch as a motorsports fan and me as a business man in the motorsports community for sure. And obviously the motorsports media is covering it as well. Um, another little uh, tidbit that happened uh, over the week. I mean, we're, we're scraping the barrel here trying to find motorsports content, but Lucas Oil has basically said we're going racing in May. Um, you know, and so they've, uh, they've basically, uh, what is it, the weekend of 7th, 8th, 9th, 6th, 7th, 8th. I can't remember the exact date, but that weekend, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series is supposed to be in, um, in Phoenix at, uh, at Wild Horse Pass. Uh, they actually updated the track, running it reverse. They've got split lanes, different jumps now. It's actually really cool for off-road fans. This is a big change that needed to happen to a track that had become very vanilla and very stale. Um, so they they announced that track map out there, but they're starting to get a little bit of flack on social media because start of May, I got to tell you, that is pretty early to go racing. I, Lucas Oil says they think they can do it. Uh, they're monitoring the situation, but right now they are still planning on going racing in May. And, uh, you know, I think if that does happen, that probably will be the very first motorsports event to happen after all of this uh, stuff um, you know, has occurred. So I don't know if it's going to happen. Me, I don't know. I'm saying it's not, 
But uh, I still think it's too early. I think June 1st is really going to be the kickoff to motorsports again. But uh, I don't know. Lucas says they're going racing, or at least they're going to try to the start of May. They got a new track there in Phoenix, a new layout, and it's actually a long-needed layout change. So I'm excited once they do go back racing. I just don't know that it'll be the start of May. But, uh, you know, that is a big storyline coming out of the world of motorsports. You know what? We are going to uh, take a short commercial break. We return Tiffany Stone. We'll be on the line right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show. Powered by Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my partner in crime, Tiffany Stone. 
to the show, T Stone. Uh, I don't know. We haven't had you on in uh, in a few weeks. Uh, we got something big happening uh, this weekend. But uh, uh, how's how's everything in Michigan? You guys got hit pretty hard with uh, whatever the hell this uh, crazy zombie virus is. What's uh, what's what's going on? Uh, yeah, no, we kind of got pr- hit pretty hard. I didn't think that we were going to, but you know, we are such a big international hub, um, so close to Canada, of course. So there's tons of things and tons of people traveling, but, um, but yeah, so I think I'm on quarantine day 26. Uh, it's 67 degrees today. So it's actually the first day. It's like really, really nice to be out. But other than that, just kind of been hanging out and I guess working and doing doing all the things I wish I could do with all the time I had. All right, you know what's funny? Like people like you and I, and I, I've talked to so many different people that uh, that are you know basically motorsports gypsies, and uh, we never spend any time at home. And now we've got like all this time at home. Like I don't know how many times you and I have been talking. You're like, yeah, I'm at home in two weeks. Yeah, I'm at home in three weeks. You know, oh, I'm gonna get two days at home. Woohoo! You know, like now it's like holy. I've been at home, uh, I, you know, we'll bleep that because it's a national show. But, uh, you know, you're like, man, it's I've had so much time at home. And now you're like, we're all jonesing to get back on the road, right? Pretty much. And it's just like, you know, what do we do? It's, we're so used to having somewhat of our quote unquote normal schedule that when we're not having it, it's like, OK, well, we don't even have a schedule. So what do we do now? I know it, we we put on esports events like we got going on this weekend. Uh, if you're tuning in on SiriusXM Channel 211, you guys missed it. Watch uh, you can go to my Facebook page, Gentle Tire Polaris's Facebook page, Twitch, YouTube. We had what we are calling uh, the Jim Beaver Esports E Short Course World Cup presented by Gentle Tire. Uh, we've got uh, Tiffany Stone and I will be the color commentators for uh, for this race this weekend on iRacing. We've got uh, Evan Pasako who is the uh, the voice of eNASCAR. Uh, you can hear him on NBC Sports as well as all the Coca-Cola eNASCAR races. He's also been uh, the voice of Monster Jam. He's going to be the host commentator. I'm, I'm going from host to color, and uh, I'm going to let Evan roll with things because he's kind of the expert in this space. And you and I, we're just going to sit back and have some fun this weekend, T-Stone. But we've got, you know, we, we've got all these sim racers. We've got a bunch of short course racers that you and I are familiar with. And then we've got guys like Pastrana, Alex Rossi, Connor Daly, Ron Caps, like all these – you know, actual professional crazy men, you know, that are on, like, I don't know. I'm kind of excited. What This is going to be your first ever sim race. You've probably, I don't even, maybe even watched, but I know definitely called. How are you feeling heading into Saturday? No, I'm pretty good. Um, a bunch of those names, you know, I, I've been in motorsports for so long now. Um, and I've actually been able to interview Alexander Rossi, Connor Daly, Ron Caps, you know, and when I worked for Mopar, Ron was part of a Mopar team and I think he still is. And so it'll be kind of nice to just get into it. Um, as for like we were talking about with Evan, it's just letting him kind of take the reins on some stuff. And I'm just going to kind of throw in the same things that I would do if I was pit reporting. So instead of you guys being like, hey, let's you know, see what our third member of the team is doing. I'll actually be there and be able to put some insight in there, especially since we've already raced, you know, King of the Hammers, the Mint 400. Obviously, some other races have, you know, changed a little bit. But what I think it would have been so cool is, like, if you actually get to interview them, like maybe later on they can always step that up. And just because it's got to be so different, you know, um, especially for some of these drivers who are so used to driving, driving, being out there, I wonder if they still get as nervous as they normally would just for an e-race. Yeah. Well, it, it should be interesting to 
to see it, you know, because we do have money on the line. It's actually quite a bit of money. I think uh, it's like a $1,500. So it's a $1,000 guaranteed purse, um, which is, you know, 500 to first, 300 to second, 200 to third. And then if you can win all four races, you get a bonus of $500. And then whoever the overall winner is gets a brand new set of general tires of their choice. So it's all in all, it's about $2,500 up for grabs. Um, so it ends up, uh, I mean, there's some legit stuff on the line and, you know, like to me, it's not a lot of people think, oh, this isn't like a bunch of people running around for fun. Like there's legit money on the line. You, I guarantee you, they're going to be taking it serious, you know? No. And that's like the coolest thing about that is just, there are some of these professional drivers and just how different it is going to be on a different aspect, but I'm, I'm pretty excited just to see what it is. And I guess, all in all, I'm just really excited. Some form of some type of racing is actually happening. Yeah. Well, and we'll actually, we will with certain drivers. I don't know if all of them will have, but we're going to have, we're calling it in-car camera, which is funny because it's webcam on top of their monitor. And, uh, you know, and, and as they're driving, we'll be able to pop in, you know, and if there's a yellow flag and actually pull them on camera live on the, on the live stream and interview them. And like after they win, things like that, we'll be able to go and interview them, you know? So, um, yeah, we will actually be able to do that. Uh, hopefully everybody gets webcam set up, but I know like Pastrana will have them. Mia Chapman's going to have one. Connor Daly will have one. I believe Caps is going to have one. So, um, you know, a lot of them will have it. So it should make for an interesting element. And you'll be out, I go into their living room and see them sitting in their living room with these sim rigs. I think it'll be funny. That'd be so awesome. And now I'm, parts of me honestly want to just get ready as if I was getting ready for a, a live event or something just to get ready. Like, I was even being like, should I put a black polo on? I feel like I should put a black polo on. <laughs> and it's like, should I do all these things? I don't know. It's just like, it, it, it just wants to push it a little bit more. I guess that's how much I miss racing. Yeah. And I guess that's, what's got me so excited about this. I'm like, I I'm kind of doing this, you know, I, I can't say like I'm doing this to make the sport of off-road better or anything like that. I guess part of me is like self-serving. I'm like, you and I haven't been in the booth or we haven't called races in a couple of months. I'm, I'm kind of jonesing. Like to me, I'm kind of doing this for myself. It's like, you know, I, I just want to go back to calling races, some kind of normalcy to me. Like we're going to get two hours of normal tiff, like in all of this, you and I, we're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be doing what we do for two hours, you know, like, all right, count me in, you know? No, and that's exactly like what I was trying to say. Like, I just, I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's like, oh, okay, it's only two hours. I'm like used to being at the track for 14 hours. Right, right. Oh man. So uh, yeah, it, you know what's crazy too is seeing uh, just a world of motorsports right now. Because even like NASCAR, I, I've heard rumors they may come back and only have a six race schedule or something to wind up the year. IndyCar's run a crazy abbreviated schedule. So is NHRA. Supercross doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Um, they're talking about running a fall series maybe and which would be actually really rad um i don't know they, you know off-road short course we haven't had any events obviously you know lucas changed their schedule and they put out or they put out some press release that said they were going to come back and run the start of may you know and, and i'm like eh, that ain't happening you know like they can say they want to but i'm like eh, i don't see that happening so i don't know it's weird weird world i have no idea when you know you and i are going to be back on the road uh calling races and doing our thing again and that's kind of weird because like you said like right now you should be in moab you know 
please do not get me started on how sad I am that I'm not in the lab at all right now. Like, it was my first time that I was supposed to be out there. It was the first trip that I was supposed to go. You know, I was supposed to do this ride with Fox because I just put those 3.0s on, which are amazing, by the way. Um, JKS put uh, the new J-Spec uh, three-and-a-half-inch suspension on there. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm lucky that those got done because I was at the shop in Coldwater right during those two days they were teeter-tottering back and forth on if they were going to cancel Moab or not. So I, I'm very, very sad about that. So I'm trying to, to do some things. But I uh, found some stuff that I was going to be posting soon. And it's just a bunch of cool – because, you know, everybody just knows me from motorsports and Jeep and, and, and a bunch of things. So I have some old interviews from the Torque days and old interviews from the Detroit Grand Prix that I'll be putting up periodically within the next few weeks just some throwback stuff so kind of trying to keep my mind off of it but i'm i'm pretty excited yeah i think we're all fishing for content in one way shape or form right now like um i was stoked jerry from uh, vision wheel we'll give jerry a shout out just drop boxed us a bunch of photos from our photo <laughs> shoot at the mint i started looking through and i'm like well you, you know you and i had some pictures together and stuff but i always started laughing i'm like well there was some of me that were funny and i'm like well this gave me another couple of posts of content one way or another like i think all of us you know in, in one way shape or form we're content creators you know and like right now we're scraping i don't want to say scraping the barrel but we're having to get really really creative in what we post and how we post it you know, to, to keep things kind of fresh. Oh, no, exactly. And, and that's the thing. And so some of these things, like especially my TV 20 showcases that I've done, a lot of people have never seen that unless you live in the Metro Detroit area. So it's going to be really, really nice to be able to put all of this out there in the world, you know, and I'm uploading them on my, t uh, my YouTube, which is Keystone approved. And so if you just search that, you'll be able to find it. And then I'm redoing my website. Uh, redoing some other things so that will be launching again very soon but just excited to kind of get everything together you know yeah do you have a twitch yet t-stone no what is twitch am i am i late on some things again oh man t-stone you don't even know what twitch is so twitch is uh no i feel yeah twitch is like the millennial version of youtube i guess i don't even want to say that like it's uh so twitch is a, a live streaming platform and uh, it was originally meant for gamers, and where they vi it's the largest video game streaming platform in the world. But uh, but it actually now has become like people do uh, like some of your T Stone approved stuff would be perfect on there. But like you could go and talk about Jeep builds and uh, you know walk people through Jeep. There's people that do art on there like knitting. Um, it, it's become like a stream a live streaming platform for a bunch of different things now. But uh, um, no, I've got a Twitch, and we actually just, I think, got our 60 or 70th follower. Um, we do mainly a lot of esports stuff there, I, um, but uh, I'm going to start using it for some of our radio and podcasts and live feeds. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's this whole massive platform, but, uh, no, you'd actually be a perfect fit for Twitch. Okay. Uh, I know I, I'm sad to say I obviously haven't used TikTok in a, long, <laughs> in a while or whatnot. Do you have a TikTok? But everything, like, with TikTok. I do have a TikTok. It's Tiffany Stone, but I just haven't used it in a while because I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I, I want to, but it's just, I've built such a great thing on Instagram, especially with my like this or that, which I know you've been seeing. And it's crazy to see like what people vote for. And I have to update it right now, but I think ice cream just beat cookies. So 
I think that one just be um, last when I looked at it, ice cream had like 97 votes and cookies had like 62. And we'll be back with more with Tiffany Stone after this here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got Tiffany Stone on the line. Tiff, I'm just looking at your TikToks. I've got a TikTok, and I think I just hit 30 followers because I just kind of started it. You've got 1,700 followers on TikTok, like. Holy crap, Tiff. You're kidding. I do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you, I do. <laughs> it, it's T-Stone approved or is it Tiffany Stone? Maybe. Uh, which one is it? I don't know because I'm like, well, maybe somebody, t- like the TikTok's one of those. Maybe somebody went and opened it a pirate account or something. 
does it say does it have the jeep stuff on there yeah so your tiktok's got uh it's got you with a jeep and it's got uh one it's got like six twelve um it's got like 15 posts some, okay yeah that's me then yeah. is it t-stone approved yeah t-stone approved yeah you're following well, look at me i'm like is it this one i don't know <laughs> I, I just gave you a follow so but i'm looking at it going holy crap like you're killing it um no like i because i just started mine and i've actually started getting some crazy good uh some crazy good engagement on it like i'm just throwing up some old race videos and stuff like that and they're starting to get like 500 views and things like that so it's like I don't know. I think I think people originally thought TikTok was just going to be like this music video weird thing, you know, where people kind of and it's turned into its own kind of weird, unique, short form video platform, you know. Well, and that's I think that's the way that it is. It's always supposed to be just like Instagram was supposed to be just for photos. <laughs> and then it's just turned into such a conglomerate and like what it is now and everything. So yeah. I, I don't know. I just like because I was looking at it because like, you know, there's this girl that's on there and she she has like. 42 million followers or something like that her name's like charlie or whatever and then there's this lauren gray girl and they've been on it because they were that lauren gray girl she's been in the world since musically do you remember musically i remember musically yep okay and so that's kind of what tiktok kind of turned into you know what i mean um and so it was just like that's where she was from and you know like i looked at their pages and they were used to getting like you know, 17, 18 million. And I think because it's so flooded with people from TikTok now that they're only getting like 5 million views, 6 million views. So it seems like that's all left leaving too. So maybe I'll hop on the Twitch train. Hop on the Twitch train. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know at this point, you know, it's, it's one of those where it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think we got to be on, I'm one of those where I think we got to be on every single platform. Because we don't quite, mm-hmm. we don't quite know what's going to be the next big one. And now there's a lot of big ones. And I like I, my Snapchat. I hardly ever use. And uh, I know Performance Amanda. She uses it a lot. And I actually go on just because she's always posting stuff. And she's freaking hilarious on Snapchat. But it's like I, I've got one. I've never really used it much. Like TikTok, I've started throwing a little bit up there. Like I'm throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. If that makes any sense. And you mm-hmm. know that way, it's like you got a foot in the door, but. Yeah, I'm looking at your TikTok. You're killing it there. But Twitch, I think for live streaming and stuff, like it's it's where it's at. So Awesome. Yeah, no, I plan on uh doing some live stuff from my Instagram for the race this weekend, so that'll be fun. Yeah. It's uh well, I know even like on Twitch Connor Daly does this one when he he's got, you know, the IndyCar driver used to get he does a bunch of uh he does a bunch of sim racing, you know, like everybody does right now in motorsports just because they're sitting on their hands. And he started doing the behind the scenes Twitch feed where you've, he's got the big the big thing, but then he does like a party chat with him and a couple of IndyCar drivers. And so that it's like the behind the scenes and like his Twitch feed is you can see the main race, but it's actually him and three IndyCar drivers that he picks and they just talk trash to each other the whole race. And it's freaking hilarious, awesome. you know, and I'm like, he's actually, you know, he's, his, his thing's blown up, but it's like, I don't know, people are getting really creative right now. I think it's, it's kind of rad. And I don't know, like I, I've talked to quite a few people and I don't think this is us just talking about the industry in general, but you know, a lot of people, you know, it's really kind of hit home. I know like me looking at things, looking at value, you know, and you and I, and actually in the industry, we've started talking about rates and, uh, and this is kind of stuff we don't normally talk about on the show, but, you know, I think it's actually a good, good theme of everything in general. But 
you know, a lot of the sanctioning bodies and organizations have tried really in the last year to try to cut rates, cut rates, cut rates, get people like you and I to, to work for less. And now, you know, and, and, you know, always saying, oh, I can get somebody to work for less. I can get somebody to work for less. Well, you and I have been on the road 30 weekends a year, 35 weekends a year. You know what I mean? And it's like, we don't make a ton of money. People don't realize just because you're on TV, you don't make a lot of money. Um, and so, like, we, we've – you know, we've tried to, everybody's kind of tried to keep their rates, hold their rates or kind of bump them up. We don't have any job security. We're not like working for a company, you know, and, the, and these companies have, and these series have tried to grind us down. And now we're sitting out of work and it's like, man, you know, the, it, it may even hits home more. Like when we work, our day rates have to be right. So something like this happens, we've got some money in the bank. You know, and I don't think people realize no. how hard it's hitting people like you and I who are sitting at home and we don't have jobs right now, you know? No, exactly. And so that's the thing. It's just like if we're not having jobs, if we don't have all this other stuff, it's just like, okay, well, what are we going to do? It's just like, what can we do type thing? You know, it's really is where I'm at right now. So that's why I'm like, well, might as well put up some of my old stuff, put up my some of my old content things that I have. Why not? You know, like let everybody be able to see that stuff. Yeah. And this is weird, too. It's not like out of work because we suck. It's not out of work because like, you know, uh, uh, a racing organization let us go. There's no way for us to get jobs right now. Like literally there, there's no there's no way for us to get a job. You know, it's not that we were bad. It was just literally there's no events going on and that it's. The weirdest place where we've never been at this point in our country where it's not like we lose a gig and we go and we call another series and say, hey, you need work. Like, nobody has work right now. It's crazy. No, exactly. And, like, that's the thing, like, you know, what we were talking about that people don't understand is just because it's not anything that we did. And, you know, everybody's like, well, you can work from home. You can work from home. A lot of us can't work from home. (laughs) You know, like I can't call a race that doesn't exist. And, you know, drivers can't go to a track that isn't there. Yeah. Well, and drivers now that, you know, they've got into this, uh, you know, esports and the, you know, and iRacing just trying to give their sponsors some kind of value because they're not on the track on the real track. And so they're going to, you know, their salaries are going to start getting cut. Their race programs are going to get cut. All these, all these, you know, massive conglomerates that pay, you know, for people to go racing, they're not selling products right now, which means the sponsorship dollars are going to dry up, you know, and it's got it. We're in such a vicious vortex in the industry right now. And it's actually, it's kind of a scary, scary place. And I've had this conversation with a few people, but I said, you know, 2020 is going to suck for everybody. But I think the tough part is going to be 2021 because I think the trickle-down effect is really going to spiral into 2021, and it's going to make it tough for a lot of people. No, I agreed. And it's just like, you know, a lot of the sponsorship dollars, like you were talking about, are no longer going to be there. And if they're no longer there, like, you know, companies still want to make sure that you're, you're doing something for them, that you're still giving them ROI. Because if you don't, you know, and, like, I just hope – events still happen later on, you know, um, later on, like June, July, August, yeah. see if that can happen. Cause I know they canceled the grand prix here. Yeah. The, the double header got canceled. And I, I, my view is, and I, I didn't, I thought Detroit well, honestly would be kind of the kickoff to IndyCar season. I didn't see that one getting canceled. I, I, my, in my original thought, I was like, by May 1st, things will start getting a little bit better. 
And I'm like, by June 1st, mm-hmm. everybody's going to kind of be be back to full swing of things. I, I don't know that that's going to happen now. You know, I, I don't know. It's may trickle into June a little bit, you know, and I, I hope I'm completely wrong. And I hope come June 1st, you and I are waving at each other on airplanes crisscrossing the country, you know, but I just don't know that it's going to happen. No, exactly. And so, like, with that being said, it's just we got to make sure we're doing everything that we can to stay on top of stuff and not necessarily stay relevant, but just make sure we have things going on. But, like, the good thing is, is there's nobody else coming in. Like we were saying, it's not because we've done something wrong or we've, you know, just lost our spot. It's just there's nothing going on. Yeah. You know, we can't even solicit work for future. You know, you can't call a series and be like, hey, you need some help. They don't even know if they're going to exist. You know, and I hate to say that, yeah. but I, I honestly, there's going to be some motorsport sanctioning bodies fold up over this, I think. 100%. And I hate to see that, especially because, you know, a lot of the times this is what people do just to enjoy themselves and have a lot of fun. And it's just sad to see it go if it does. Yeah, I, I will say, and I'll make this prediction, I think once this thing lifts and everybody knows it's safe to be in crowds and stuff, I think whether we're talking baseball, hockey, football, racing, I think we're going to have sellout crowds everywhere. And I think television ratings are going to be through the roof because people are dying to see live sports, live racing, go and see events live. Like, I think it's going to – I think once people know it's safe, we're going to have a shot in the arm, though. You know, it's it, people are going to be out there. No, I completely agree with you on that for the simple fact. I just saw this girl that was like – isolation is real she's like so when things get back to normal and you invite me to come over for a party i'm not gonna rsvp yes i'm gonna rsv hell yes and she's like and i'm gonna be able to be like oh you need me to be there at eight i'll be there at 5 p.m do you need me to help you wash your hair and get ready let me help you shave she's like i will no longer be the person who tries to get out of social events right you know and it's funny because i'm not a big bar person like you know, I will at events, you know, a bunch of us will go out and we'll have a drink or something like that. But like in my general life at home, I'm not a big bar person. You know, I don't frequent bars. It's just not my deal. I'd rather have a, a drink in the backyard, you know. Um, but like right now, I'm like, man, it'd be nice to be able to go and just have a beer at a bar and, and see see a, a couple innings of a baseball game or go to a friend's house for a backyard barbecue. I'm big on that, you know. And like right about now, we'd be having Saturday night barbecues with Supercross going on. We literally would be having Saturday night barbecues watching Supercross races. That's kind of our deal. And now it's not happening. Like, I I am so wanting normalcy to come back and just see people, you know? Like, uh, didn't realize giving you a hug at the Mint would be the last time I'd see you for six months, Tiff, you know? Well, and that's what Mia Mia, uh, posted that photo of us. And she's like, I wonder what Tiffany's saying to Jim right now. And it was going to be like, Hey, let you know this is going to be the last time we'll be able to ever hang out. <laughs> right? I just I laughed. I'm like, your facial expression on that photo. That yeah. By the way, guys, go over and at Mia Chapman, M I A A A. I think it's underscore Chapman, something like that. Anyways, go check it out on Instagram. There's a funny ass photo of Tiff, me, and Mia uh, with a Vision Wheel photo shoot, and she wants to caption this. But yeah, like you said, it was uh, yeah. I was like, uh, your facial expressions are just choice on that. Uh, you never know. I like to have fun. We like to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a photo of you and I that Jerry sent over. You're full, like, I'm smiling. You're full on thug life. Like what? What? I'm, I'm from the mean streets of Detroit. Don't screw with me. It was like one of those facial expressions. I was laughing. 
That's so awesome. Yeah. It pretty much looks like that. I need to need to talk to Jerry and get those photos. <laughs> Did you not get the Dropbox? I might have. I just haven't been paying oh, attention to you it. You just sent it like 10 minutes, 15 minutes before we started recording. So. Oh, yeah. No, I've been outside trying to. It, like I said, it was almost 70 degrees out here. So I'm just trying to hang out and, and enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. I, here's a question. Is your cat weirded out that you're home so damn much right now? Um, yes and no. She enjoys it. Uh, she's chasing bugs right now in the backyard, which is pretty funny, but she enjoys me being there. She's always with me regardless, even when I'm on the road. So uh, it's not a big deal. And, you know, I've, I have gone to the lake once, um, last week just to, I literally got in my car, drove straight to the lake and then just kind of got, got out. So like, I didn't have to see anybody. So it was nice. And, um, she's like, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> so it was, it was really cool. Yeah, I think our dog is literally like, uh, like you're home too damn much. Like, leave. I want, I want this house. It's got a routine, you know, for a couple, a couple of hours during the day. It has its, you know, it has its own time and and things like that. And like now, it's like the, I think the dog's system's all screwed up. I think she's like, I want my alone time. Get the hell away. Well, and that's you know, like in all the memes that we keep seeing, it's just like, oh, okay, well, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this. Yeah. So it's. It's awesome. I'm pretty excited for everything. And honestly, I'm kind of excited for everything just to kind of go back to normal. Yeah, you and me both. And uh, I don't know, with that, I think we got to sign off for uh, this week, T-Stone. Always fun catching up. You be safe there in Detroit. And, uh, yeah, everybody tune in this weekend. T-Stone and I and Evan Pasako will be calling uh, the E Short Course World Cup presented by General Tire. Uh, it'll be on my Facebook page. I don't know, Tiff, we're we going to get the cross-posting set up so it'll air on your Facebook page live also. Yeah, of course. Let's do that uh, as soon as we get off the phone. Let's yep. uh, set that up. All right. We will do that. So uh, my Facebook page, Tiffany Stone's Facebook page, 3 o'clock Pacific time, Saturday, April 11th. We will be uh, having a whole hell of a lot of fun for two hours calling some short course racing. So we'll be back after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, wrapping up our number one right here. Thanks, everybody, to tune in on uh, Sirius XM Channel 211 to our Power Hour. Uh, we've still got a whole lot more coming at you in hour number two. Those of you on Sports Byline or tuning in online, you know what? We are here for the duration. Uh, American Forces Network, we got Rutledge Wood, hour number two. If you are a uh, XM211 listener or Sirius XM211 listener, yeah, you're going to have to uh, hop on over to uh, Apple Podcasts, get the rest of the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Rutledge Wood. We're going to – who knows what uh, – I can't even remember back to what this conversation was about. I just remember it was absolutely epic. Uh, Rutledge never, never disappoints. Um, yeah, for you uh, SiriusXM uh, listeners, though, please uh, make sure to tune in uh, online. Uh, obviously, uh, some of you probably missed it, uh, but uh, if you have, please go over to uh, go over to my Facebook page or YouTube or Twitch stream and uh, and watch our event, the E Short Course World Cup. Amazing, amazing uh, racing that we've got going on over there uh, with some of the biggest names in racing all competing in off road trucks for two hours live on the internet. It is. Uh, it's going to be off the chain. It's going to be uh, definitely going to be really, really good stuff. So, looking forward to uh, to getting that unleashed to the masses. Uh, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Hour number two. You got any questions? Though, hit me up at Jim Beaver fifteen on social media. Love fan questions. Always love answering you guys' questions. So, uh, make sure and hit me up uh, there on social media, and uh, we'll get them answered in hour number two. And with that, we're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be here again for hour number two on the General Tire Down and Dirty radio show powered by Polaris Razor. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.
And we're back here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Kicking off our number two, we got my good friend Rutledge Wood on here in our number two of the show. And uh, make sure you got any questions, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media. Those of you just joining us on Sports Byline or the American Forces Network, welcome to hour number two of the show. Um, yeah, hour number one, we had Tiffany Stone on, but uh, more importantly, talked a little bit about esports, the impact here. Uh, you know, on the world of motorsports, and I uh, do want to uh, give a plug once again. Um, we've got that big event coming up this weekend. It is the Jim Beaver Esports E Short Course World Cup presented by General Tire Saturday, three o'clock Pacific time. Go to Jim Beaver, uh, the Jim Beaver Facebook page, Jim Beaver Esports Twitch, or Jim Beaver YouTube. We'll be streaming live there, and uh, should be uh, should be pretty uh, pretty insane. I'm really excited about this. Uh, some of the biggest and best names and drivers in the world of motorsports: Travis Pastrana, Chad Reed, Ron Caps, Alexander Rossi, Greg Biffle, Connor Daly. Um, you know, it's it's going to be rad. Uh, in addition, you got Justin Lofton. Uh, you know, and uh, you know a bunch of off-road drivers, Christopher Polvorti, uh, Tiffany Stone, and myself will be announcing along with Evan Pisacco and some of the best sim racers in the world will be competing. Mitchell DeYoung, Cam Peterson, Bobby Sand Jr. So it's going to be uh, going to be a rad, rad. Uh uh, event coming this Saturday. You know, just trying to spice things up. If you're an off-road fan, man. You've been left out to dry. We are trying to bring it. We're trying to uh, make things exciting, give you something to watch on a Saturday afternoon before Easter Sunday. And uh, it is uh, it is definitely definitely going to uh, going to be good stuff indeed. Uh, you know, I would love, though, you know, it, it's we're in this weird time, man. If you guys got fan questions, I got plenty of time on my hands to answer fan questions, especially starting next week after we get this broadcast done. Um, but I would love to answer fan questions, get your guys' feedback. Uh, so hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media or downanddirtyshow.com. You can use a contact form, DM me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, or Twitter, whatever you got to do. But uh, I love fan questions, and right now especially, man, we, we need some of that content. If you got some for Tiffany Stone as well, she's going to be going back to calling into the show weekly. Um, so maybe her and I will do a Q&A segment together if you guys uh, – that's something you guys are interested in, uh, maybe asking her some questions. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's what we'll do next week. We'll do a big Q&A segment with T-Stone and I. Um, but it uh, should be a whole lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break. It'll be Rutledge Wood for the rest of the hour right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We'll be back after this. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down-and-dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. 
Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my buddy Rutledge Wood to the show, and it only took us 400 episodes to get you here, buddy. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I was just really waiting. I, I just knew this is a milestone, and so I was really trying to just buy my time and just make sure that I really made it. So, uh, dude, congrats first off, and uh, it's so cool that what you do makes such a difference, and uh, I've had so many friends on here, and I've always wanted to do it. We finally found the time, so thank you for having me. Yeah, just it, you and I have been pinging each other back and forth for a good month now, and I'm like, uh, you've got a lot, lot going on, man. Um, I, it's been actually a pretty big month for you, but I know – I was just looking. You were at Indy, and it's funny because I just was watching your social media today, and something popped up, and I'm like, I've been in Indianapolis Motor Speedway quite a few times. I, you know, I can't say countless times, but quite a few. I can tell you, dude, it is never. I've never had like even the inkling that I needed to go to the golf course, but yet you went and saw that. Then I'm like, how, how have I been? To, how have I been to Indianapolis Motor Speedway and never actually been to the golf course? You know, it's like I think it's one of those wow. most of us that go there. Just it, it doesn't cross our mind, right? But you went out there, you and Dale Jr. Looked like you guys had a lot of fun. We did. You know, it's funny. I actually got to go to my first Indy 500. I've been to the Brickyard. I bet. I bet 15 times. I might have missed one in, in all these years. I've been covering NASCAR, but. This was my very first year to go to the Indy 500, and I got to cover it for NBC with my buddy Dale Earnhardt Jr., and I told him about this kind of legend that I had chased down the year before. So, you know, they call it the Brickyard because at one time it was paved with 3.2 million bricks when they started that place, and I think the year was 1911 when they actually put the bricks down because it started before that, but 
at some point they started realizing they were wearing a little bit funny and they needed to change it. So they started pulling sections up and then a little more, a little more paid the whole thing. Well, they had all these bricks and they weren't sure what to do with them. So some of them they went and used in other buildings and other shorings up, but they took a ton of them and they essentially lined the, the, the creek walls of this creek that ran through the golf course that was next door. And there's four holes uh, inside. And so sure enough, Dale and I went and waited around and he didn't believe me. It took like an hour to find one that he really liked, but uh, it's something that people have done over the years. And it's such a funny experience because, you know, we've been in a lot of weird places in our lives for, for work and or pleasure. But when you're in a creek that looks a lot like a sewer, uh, <laughs> it's tough to convince someone that you should have a be in there and there's like old beer bottles and stuff. We're all just barefoot with our jeans rolled up. But, you know, sometimes you find that one thing and suddenly you're like, okay, this is an amazing trip. I did have a great time. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that about us being funny places and stuff like that. And I, I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago with somebody. And, you know, the thing about motorsport and just car culture in general that I'm very fortunate about, you're very fortunate about, and all of our friends are, is like I've been able to travel the country and, you know, and I, I've seen – places in this country that most people won't ever get to see. And I mean, I've been to towns and cities and, and backwoods and things that most people that are going to take a vacation, they never go where we get to go, but it's like car culture. Like if there's an event or there's a cool road or it, like, it doesn't matter. Like we'll, we'll hold an event there and people will come. And I think that's one thing that's rad is, is I think you and I both have had these awesome experiences in places that honestly, if I wasn't involved in racing or car culture, I probably never would have been to, you know? Oh, completely. I mean, you think about, and I know you and uh, and we have a great mutual friend in Tanner Faust, yeah. and you know, all the years that we did Top Gear, I mean, we got to go to some insane corners of of the world. Whether it's running a, a logging truck, which you and I both know, there's no way they should have let us do that, <laughs> um, or watching Tanner go rally around at some place in Vermont. We went to all these cool places that you really just don't you don't get that chance to do it. I think that's what makes motorsports in this country so unique because we really do find these corners and these places of, of, of the country and ultimately the world where we want to go and we see and experience it. Um, I think, I feel like you did, were a part of that race that Tanner was telling me that kind of goes from somewhere in California to Vegas and you guys all just haul ass in your Polaris's the whole time. Like those are the things that I think, man, I wish I had a weekend off so I could go, do a different kind of motorsport, but I think that's what I think this industry does so well is that whether it's on the street or, you know, off-road in the dirt, there's so many different things for people who love motorsports to go watch or to go participate. We're really, really fortunate like that. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, motorsport and cars in general, it's, it's really cool that, it's one of those few things that people from all walks of life, it's a, it's one of those unifying things. And I say every, you know, every two years, I should say the Olympics are that way where everybody, everybody can come together as one in the United States. You know what I mean? And, and it's, we're rooting for one team, one common thing, you know, and there's very few things I think left in the world that are, that are that unifying force. But I feel like cars are that way and racing is that way. Like I can go overseas. I can go to Mexico. It doesn't matter where I go. It, car people are car people. And we all come together. And like, when you see something, cool it's you know it's just weird because it's like all kinds of political bound everything goes away when you're talking about racing or cars it's just like it doesn't exist you know it's like 
we're just all car people. And I think that's one thing that's really special about motorsport and, and the car, you know, in auto industry and, and, you know, in car culture is that it is that unifying force or one of the few things I think left in the world that actually can do that to people. It is. And it's funny because I end up a lot of times trying to defend, I feel like I end up defending being pro motorsports because in my mind, it's not just um, going to watch NASCAR or, you know, watching a trophy truck go off jump. It's, it's everything that has to do with cars, trucks, and bikes and anything with wheels to me. And it's funny, like, you know, I've found myself lately in defense of this new show. I did hyperdrive because there's a lot of people who think, Oh, it's, what's gimmicky. And it's this and the other it's like, well, number one, yeah, we made a show for the masses, right? We made a show that's like top gear meets, ninja warrior and the people that are super gearheads their biggest criticism is like well there's not enough info about the cars and i don't care about their backstory i just want to see it and all i really feel like saying is well then you should turn on a race some weekend of any series and go watch it because when we have a show and a a group like netflix that'll put the money behind a show like this they did to me if you're into off-road stuff this is still a show you should watch in the same way that like i sit down and watch every truck night in america And I watch half of these build shows that you and I know are completely fake because I think it's important that we all support the greater good of of what this industry looks like. So it's funny how sometimes people get like we can all be like, yay, cars. But then someone sees a guy at a Corvette pull up and he's like, oh, is he wearing a gold chain? Like, is it an old guy? You're like, Not everybody that drives a Corvette is old and wears a gold chain. Is that a stereotype? Yes. And sometimes it's right. But. I sometimes think we get lost in this minutia of of trying to think that we're better than other people in this industry. And it's weird because, you know, I don't know what got you started, but for me, it was my dad being into cars. And we started wrenching on anything we could. And so, like, when the import craze kind of took off, the reason it really took off, and it was our generation's hot rods, is just like my dad and the ones he messed with, we could afford the cars that we bought, and we could afford yeah. to work on them and make them better. And so now when I see people be critical of especially younger kids like it's harder for people for kids to get into cars nowadays number one there's not as many i think kind of cool choices not as much stuff swaps over there's a million things you could say besides like technology and they don't go hang out in front of each other anymore (laughs) but you know it's like i see somebody making fun of a kid because oh he did something stupid to his car and i just have to stop people and be like dude that was you eight years ago or 10 years ago or 15, we all have to start somewhere. But like when you see a low rider who can talk to a guy with a hot rod, who can also talk to a guy with a new Toyota Supra, like that to me is that glue that holds us all together. But if we all liked the same thing, none of this stuff would be cool. The difference is to me is what makes it special. Yeah, well, and I, I completely agree with you, you know, and it's it's interesting when you start getting those conversations, you know, with the different types of people in the automotive industry. I know we've got so many mutual friends. I mean, I've been on Corolla's show, and I've been on Spike's, Ferriston's show, and, like, you know, we all have something different we, we bring to the table, but it's like we can go and we can talk, and I love hearing, you know, like Spike's Porsche, you know, stories, and, and I'm not a Porsche guy, yeah. but I, I can appreciate that, you know, and, and I know little enough that we can draw parallels, and it's the same when I talk off-road trucks to him like he's never really been in one but he can appreciate it and he loves the stories you know and I I feel like you know like you said it's just interesting and you know like you said too I grew up in that generation and I know it was uh 
you know, here in the Southwest where I was at, it was, uh, it was imports, you know, and, and the tuner craze. And it was also, um, it was also guys were, were building, you know, whether it be Toyota pickups or Rangers into pre-runners and things like that, and just bouncing through, right. you know, the desert. And I grew up there and I mean, I, I owned my first truck when I was only 14 and I was already saving up, you know, from washing cars and my weekend job to, uh, to buy fiberglass fenders and stuff. And I, I didn't even have a driver's license and I was already <laughs> spending money on a truck, you know, but I grew up just like you did. Cause I was in the shop with my dad and that's what you did. You wrenched, you know, and you wrenched and you wrenched and it just gets its hooks in you at a young age. And, you know, here we are, I'm, you know, I think same age as you within a few months and, uh, you know, it's the rest is history, man. I've figured out how to uh, never grow up. I like to say, and we'll have more Rutledge wood when we return to the down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online 
in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Here with Rutledge Wood on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, and we're talking about eras. And who would have guessed that we would be in an era where, you know, guys like Matt Farah with Smoking Tire or uh, David, that dude in blue, Tavarish. If you look at how people are using, you know, the different mediums that we have, and even like guys like Doug DeMuro just absolutely abusing the CarMax return policies, like... There have been so many cool things that I think when you and I were first starting out, you go, man, I wish I understood better. Like, what's this part really doing? Or I wish there was, like, some way I could figure out how to mod this one thing. Well, now there's this incredible resource in the Internet where so many people who share the same passion are willing to to share this knowledge and even show you how. And it's even providing, like, a way of life for so many of these people that, to me, I just think we've never been in a better place kind of big picture with with the industry and the fact that i mean think how many cars come off the block now with over 500 horsepower in the tightest like fuel mileage standards we've ever had you just sit there and laugh and go i don't totally get what's happening but i love that it is well and it's funny you say that because i was looking back and i i I mean my family's got a ford dealership that's 100 years old so i i've been a ford guy and obviously i'm just a car guy you know i've had contracts with subaru and things like that but i know like the the earliest cars i can remember that i really really wanted. i mean we all have like the lamborghini countach posters on our wall in the 80s like that was a given but i remember ford came out i went to a, a ford show in the early i mean i had to been 10 11 years old early 90s and uh, Ford came out with an SVT Contour. And I remember I thought this Ford Contour SVT was the raddest car ever made. And if you look I up this. Too. I did too. I totally did too. It's like 190 horsepower. And I look at that. I'm like, one, how did Ford put out an SVT Contour that was 190 horsepower? And then I'm like, man, things have really, I mean, you can get a bone stock Fiesta or pick your whatever compact car has got that nowadays. Like, it's crazy, man. Who would have guessed that – I've seen lately so many of the the Focus, the Fiesta. Um, like, th- there's no way when we were growing up that anyone would have ever looked at a Ford Festiva and thought, man, one day that thing's going to be cool. And then the remember the, the Shogun came out? Yeah. The Shogun was like taking a, a Ford Festiva and giving it a whole bunch of meth, and you came back and you're like, wow, you look pretty good. <laughs> like had the SHO V6 in the back. Wide body. The car still makes no sense. I saw one of cars, Caffeine and Octane in Atlanta, and just immediately thought, I have to own this car. I want to drive this car. I'm sure it's a terrible driving car. But damn it if it's not cool. And someone did it. I mean, there was a time. Do you remember how cool the Probe GT V6 was? Dude, and it had the turbo on there. And uh, that was another dream car of mine. I wanted a Probe GT turbo with a stick. Like, that was, like, the dream car. Now you look at Probes. Dude, that was the ugliest car. What were we thinking? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. And you, you don't find them anywhere. And if you do see one, you can't. I mean, you rubberneck so hard <laughs> to turn your head and think, like, what a time that was. When I was in high school, I had four or five friends at once that all had one. And they it was like the goofiest non-car club car club ever. Like, they thought <laughs> they were a crime-fighting team. But, man, those were fun to drive. It's funny you bring this up because we probably got some listeners like, what the hell is a Ford Probe? Yeah, go and Google it because you're going to be like, oh, Jimmy and Rutledge are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Also, look up the MX-6 from Mazda, same car underneath, 
funny, just, but then they, they were little torque monsters, torque steer the whole time. I had one friend uh, named Rick who put a single chamber flow master on there. It's a record. It was so redneck and it's, it's like a redneck Ferrari. Like it sounded cool and terrible simultaneously. And we loved that thing. That's funny because I had a single chamber flow master and uh, I put that on my Ranger with a 2.9 V6 and that thing wouldn't go and get out of its way when I had 31 inch tires on there, but it sounded loud anyways. And my parents loved it because my dad's like, I always knew when you came home late because we could hear you from six blocks away. Oh, for sure. Like, I get that it's like a time of life, but there's a reason I'm a Magnaflow guy now. I can tell you that for sure. All my cars sound awesome, but none of them sound like hot garbage. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, and I'm a Gibson guy, but uh, I think that muffler is still made out there somewhere. But uh, uh, that is, that's funny, man. But, you know, you mentioned hyperdrive, and I, I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, you kind of gave the primer on that show, and, uh, I, I to be honest with you, I've kind of started watching, but it's one of those I know I want to binge watch it, so I, I kind of just been dipping my toe in the water. But you know, I think where we're at in the car car industry and motorsports in general, like I you know this show, I mean we're we're eight years deep now, and we started at you know quote unquote action motorsports, and it was kind of you know motorsports evolving now, which is funny because I've gone full circle and I'm covering IndyCar and NASCAR and NHRA and everything else, but. Do you, I, yeah. I kind of feel like Tanner and Ken Block. I mean, those are a couple of guys. I mean, you can throw Vaughn and Forsberg and Turk and those guys in there as well. But, you know, specifically Tanner and Ken, like they kind of created this whole movement where I, I think it, it really showed people, hey, we can do so much more in cars. I mean, with, with you know, everything that Tanner's done with the Hot Wheels stuff and, you know, Ken with Jim Connors and things like that. And I feel like this is kind of the culmination of where where we're at right now, you know, this whole thing with Hyperdrive. Completely. And I think, you know, what? I don't think we could have a show like this without um, what Ken Block has done, what Tanner Faust has done, because those guys up the bar so much. And they were a great influence on each other, even to to sort of say, like, all right, I'm going to try this. Well, I'm going to try this. And and that um, for the automotive side, it's kind of like what Pastrana has done for bikes. You know, it's all these guys come together to try to make things. Uh, better because one person watched show and they're like, "Oh, it's like Jim Connor Grid." I was like, "Well, kind of. It's like Jim Connor Grid in that it's this insane all-out competition." Except some of the cars that are in Jim Connor Grid are the most expensive race cars that people have ever seen. So <laughs> it's a it's a variance. I think what's so cool about Hyperdrive is when when Aaron Catling and the, the guys who came up with the show they wanted to find something that anyone in the world would watch and go, I want to try it. I got to do that. And to do that, you had to kind of tap into the mind of a kid. Like, you know, you remember playing with Hot Wheels and you'd, you'd zoom them around on your floor and it was like, oh, I'm going to do this jump or I would slide through here. It's essentially that same notion, but on this grand stage. And when the producers interviewed me two years ago about the show and said, this sounds fun. Like, is this something you're interested in? I said, I, I got to be honest. This sounds like my like perfect show. This is an absolute dream come true. But I don't think anyone's going to give you enough money to make it. And they said, excuse me. I was like, yeah, no, I just, I hope they do. If they do, please call me. But I think this is going to be impossible to do this right. And you've got to have a ton of money. And, and luckily, Netflix loved the idea and backed it. And to see 28 drivers from all over the world, we had probably 15 or so from the u.s maybe 14 to see all these drivers pack their car into a shipping container two months before not really knowing what they were getting into and then they fly to the u.s to rochester new york of all places 
And we took the old Kodak factory and turned it into this amazing uh, playground. It's, it's hard to imagine what it would be like for most people to think, oh, I'll just take my own pride and joy, my car that I love so much, and I'll go put it on this insane competition that's not some million-dollar sweepstakes or anything. Like, no, they went and beat up their own cars to show that they were the absolute best in the world. And to me, being there, being a part of it, I don't, I don't know if I've been a part of anything cooler. Doing Top Gear um, U.S. with Adam and Tanner is some of the greatest fun I've ever had in my life. But this was different because – I got to help showcase the talent that all these other people have. And man, it was just, it was just so cool to see it and to see the ways that people would push each other and themselves. And to know now that families will sit and watch that show and my daughters all love it, but to see families watch it and husbands and wives come up and tell me, no, I'm a huge gearhead. She hates cars. She watched the whole thing with me. You know, we got through in one sitting that's a really cool feeling, you know, because let's be honest, sometimes the stuff that we do, Jim, it's great for guys like you and I, but there's no reason that any half of our friends would pay attention to it if they're not into that same love of the nut and bolt that we are. Yeah, well, and that's a true story, you know, and it's like every once in a while, like my wife will sit down and she'll watch an IndyCar race with me or or, or something like that, you know, when it, you know, or our portions of the Indy 500, but you know, by and large, she'll go away and be like, oh, this is kind of boring. And, you know, and even car shows and it, it's just the nuts and bolts of it. Like you said, like you've got to really be into it, but something like this, I know. And I, I watched, actually, I was reading something on it and somebody, it was one of the reviewers said, this is the show that we never knew needed to be made, but we're glad it was. And I, I think that kind of sums it up the best. You know, I don't think anybody knew the world needed this show, but now that it's here, it's like, oh man, it's got its hooks in us. Isn't that true? Like it's in, and I, to me, I sit there and think about if you were from Brazil and you were watching this show and you see two guys from your own country battle head to head on this amazing course, it gets harder and harder. How could you not want to go try it? And there is that chance that we could do almost, you could do like regional qualifier type things in the same sort of way that other motorsports said, yeah, come out, try it, you know, see, see how it feels, whatever. But we could do that same notion all over the world and, and to give people this great stage because we've had some incredible drivers on there. Fielding Shredder, uh, who's from Lone Star Drift out in Texas, um, ripped it up, Brittany Williams, Farouk Kawhi. There's been some amazingly talented people uh, that have been on there. But I also love, like, there was this gal, Sarah Harrow, that shows up from Florida in what was her daily driver, like, two weeks before the show. And she basically takes the interior out of her V6 Mustang. <laughs> they weld a roll cage in. And she goes out there and gives it hell. And she had been doing some kind of smaller drifting in and around um, Florida, but only for like the past eight months in part time. And dude, she got out there with the most heart I've ever seen and ripped it up. And that to me is what I love because don't get me wrong. I love watching the BJ Baldwin's and Casey Curry's and Jim Beavers of the world. I do. I love to see people who have the talent and the sponsors and everything else to make it. But when you see somebody show up in their own car and go put it on the line and kick ass, it makes you just feel so good about all of motorsports in general. It really does. And we'll be back with more with Rutledge Wood when we return to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. From roof to foundation, the damage to your home can be devastating from clogged gutters, leaking roofs, and flooded basements. Protect your entire home with Leaf Filter. Leaf Filter's MicroMesh screen is guaranteed to filter out everything except for water. It's protected my home. I love it. Call 833-287-3434 or go to GetLeafFilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate. Visit GetLeafFilter.com. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, episode number 400. I got Rutledge Wood on the line. We are uh, knee-deep in this interview. And, you know, Rutledge, one thing that, uh, that, I, that I've really tried to do through this show, and that it seems like that show is the same way, is I, I feel like women now, like, you know, in motorsport and in car culture, like, they, they're very accepting. And I know at one point in time it was almost like there's this barrier to entry where maybe there was some interest, but it was just like you're not welcome. But I feel like literally, in the, especially in the last decade, but I, I've seen the motorsports industry just, just open their arms wide to, to women. And I, I love seeing women come out, and whether it be in a Jeep out on the rocks or in a 
a UTV or, and, you know, in this case on your TV show, like I, I love the fact that women are getting involved and in, some of them are great, great, phenomenal drivers. And I think that that's one thing that we're, that I love about the auto industry right now is that we have shifted, you know, that, that paradigm. And, and now it's like, you know, women are completely equal with men and they have these opportunities to come in and show what they've got. Completely. Because, and, and that's, you know, what having three daughters and have them be able to sit there and watch and go, Oh, I really like Brittany or I think Sarah's going to take it like that. Uh, you know, there's no other way to do that. And, you know, I think that's why so many of us took, um, losing our friend Jesse Combs so hard is because she wasn't just a person that inspired some people. She was a person that inspired everybody. And I think that's what a show like hyperdrive can do is because, yeah, maybe you don't own a Lamborghini and, and figure out how to get it sideways. But the guy Tokyo that came out from Kansas City in his, like, junkyard Nissan S13, that guy still ripped it up, and he put it all on the line. And there was a huge amount of respect to be given to the people who don't just talk about doing something, but actually get out there and do it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, you know, you got to switch gears here, though, because you'd mentioned a couple times Tanner and Adam and, you know, in Top Gear. And, uh, man, I, I got to say, you, you'd been involved in, uh, you know, television and NASCAR and stuff like like that but you know i feel like once top gear us hit and and even tanner for for the most part i mean people knew him from racing but I feel like that show and, and you, your three personalities, when that all came together, I feel like that just completely, you know, skyrocketed all your guys' careers. And, I mean, made you, you know, not that you weren't household names before, but really put you guys on the map. And I know, you know, I, I've you know, been friends with Tanner for a long time, and that thing kind of came to an end, and, and things happened the way they are. But there, there's been fans, like, I've seen so much on social media. Do you guys talk at all? And it, I mean, is there ever a chance you guys even reboot this thing as, like, a, a YouTube series or something? Something on Netflix. I mean, is that in the back of your guys' minds, Rutledge? Oh man, it's you know what's funny? It's always on our minds. Do it doing that show with those two, um, and you know it, it was any show like that that has ever existed is going to have some kind of growing pains. And I think that what the three of us did well together is when they interviewed all of us and and said, "What do you think is going to make this show?" succeed or fail i was like well if you've got three people pretending to be the guys from the uk this thing's gonna fail and i don't want to be a part of it and they're like what do you mean i was like i'm not here to be a clarkson or a hammond or a maze like i just i'm just me so if this works i'm all in and and i remember the first day that i met tanner i was like starstruck because here's this guy i've been watching for years um you know through through drift and supercars exposed and all this other stuff and there were all these like big hollywood dudes that were there none of them knew who tanner was and none of them knew who i was um it was a really funny thing that happened and then we met adam and things just really clicked because we shot a bunch of stuff together before we ever shot a single show but i think what was cool is that we didn't pretend to be you know people that you needed to listen to like we weren't trying to pretend to be anything other than three guys on these insane road trips. And that's why you should enjoy it. So what's cool is I think people got to like grow with us. And then, you know, by the end, we had done 72 shows over six and a half, almost seven years for something that was supposed to be a, like a five year, 50 show max kind of deal. And the only bummer is really like, there's no easy way to get around it. The three of us wanted to keep doing the show and history channel wanted to have more of it, but BBC got so lost with the UK guys leaving and, 
And they just, they ultimately, they've killed a brand um, in a really sad way that so many of us um, love. So I wish I could tell you that we were going to totally reboot Top Gear and um, save it from the ashes. But sometimes you got to be able to admit that like pride is what got those people in in trouble. And uh, and it's not going to help them get out of it unless they can shake that. So uh, I would love to go do something fun with Adam and Tanner. And it's always something that's on our minds. And I think we've gotten close a couple times, but you have to also be smart enough to say like, no, we had an opportunity to do one thing and it was going to be cool, but it was just a little too hokey. And I think we all know like the audience that grew with us loves us just being ourselves together. And I really believe in my heart that that opportunity is going to happen for us to be able to go do that again, because none of us, to, to your point, we didn't understand what was going to happen. We had never done a show that had the global airing that the top year did. And I didn't, I honestly didn't know until I got to the Olympics in 2016 for NBC. And, you know, there's, a, there's like, um, once, I can't remember the guy's name from NBC that was like Mr. Olympics. He's there with 24-hour security, Bob Costas. Bob Costas had a security guy with him at all times because people were worried, like, what happens if he gets kidnapped and all this other stuff. Not a single person knew who Bob Costas was that wasn't on our crew or from America. Everywhere we went, Jim, everyone knew who I was. Like way more than than at the time in the U.S. it felt like, because Top Gear aired twice a day in Brazil and car culture is that <laughs> important to them. So Tanner would be going to a you know a rally in the middle of nowhere and flying through Sweden or somewhere else, and every time he would get there, a security guard or a police officer or whatever would stop and want to talk to him about Top Gear for fifteen minutes. So. I don't think any of us ever realized what was happening when we were doing it, which is probably a, a great thing. And we just knew we were going to have the time of our lives with these guys that became like family to me. Like I still talk to those two all the time. Um, and, and I love them. I really do. Like they're two of the best friends that I never knew I was going to have. So it's, it's been incredible. And, and when you can see uh, the, the ways of success and continue that, that the guys from the UK have had and, and other people who have, done shows together and whether it's you know chris jacobs and and chip foos doing overhaul and like when you find a combination that works and people support it um you got to be smart enough to keep doing things with those people when you have that chance so uh, i really hope and i think we're going to get that shot to go do something that's the right thing because you know you also we don't want to show up uh, doing something that like we can't pretend to go drag race cars together like we couldn't go show up to like street outlaws yeah and have it make any sense. So uh, we'll see. But I love those guys, and we talk about it all the time, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like you'd said, it's funny, you know, because a lot of even reality TV nowadays, it's so overproduced. And I, even personalities, like, I, you know, you'll know somebody, and they'll go on a show, and I'm like, that's not really that person. And uh, I think right. the, the key thing with Top Gear is that let your guys' personality shine. They never directed you, hey, you need to act this way. You need to be this guy. You need to do this. You know, I think that's what made that a success. And you look at other other shows that have done that. I even look at the stuff that like you and Dale Jr. do on NBC. And it's funny because I think fans are really getting to get to see the side of Dale Jr. Now, you know, the, the real Dale Jr. And, uh, you know, and I think that's what's special about, you know, just the, the things that you guys have been able to do to, together. And I think fans really attach themselves to that. I think that's really a, a key piece of what made top your top year was the fact that they just let you guys be you. And you know what? I think what's happening in like, I think retroactively people, there are a lot of people like, oh, Top Gear scripted and this, that, they was like, well, number one, we didn't have a single script. They never handed us anything to to read. 
Um, now, I think people were confusing the notion of like, it's definitely a show that's produced. Like there was a reason, like I love Roadkill, but there's a reason that Roadkill wasn't on TV for the longest time because that was a absolute natural arc of these two friends. It's David and Mike, and they're going to go do something stupid, and you're going to see what happens. There's a reason a show like that hasn't worked on TV previously because they've got to have stuff that keeps people interested in everything else. Now, I've watched almost all, all the shows they've done, so uh, the difference is they were people that would have a plan. But like most of the time, they'd call us and say, hey, you got three grand. You need to go 150 miles an hour. What do you want? And I would get on Craigslist and just start sending <laughs> links because I'd be I'd be covering a race somewhere. Or, you know, Tanner would be in another country. Adam would be acting in New York, whatever it was. And then we show up and they this is what happened. So what was cool is that I think people are having a better appreciation for, man, we got a lot of stuff done on that show and did some really cool things. I think the people that if you weren't totally paying attention, you'd be like, no, I know I'll watch it. Like they're having fun, whatever. And now you look back and I go, wow, you drove to the top of a glacier in Iceland and there, it doesn't make any sense. And like we got up to the top and the whole time they thought, all right, if this thing goes off, if this volcano with the glacier on top goes off, <laughs> you have uh, three hours to, to get down before it, it's like mass chaos. Cause it's also going to create a flood of course, underneath and I was like, three hours? It took two and a half days to get up here. What am I going to do with three hours? <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's, I look back at the stuff that we did is just ridiculous. But I love that people still watch, whether it's on YouTube or, or Hulu or this. Or that. Like, that's a cool thing. But uh, those same people, because Tanner helped design a lot of the courses for Hyperdrive. And a lot of people, the number one reaction I got from people is the show is awesome. When are you going to do something with Adam and Tanner? So it, it warms my heart uh, to, to see that. And, of course, a lot of people saying, when season two, I want to try out. That, to me, is rad. Because, like, uh, tell me, once you see it, I believe that you would want to get out there and, and give it a shot and rip it up. I know you'd do great. Yeah. No, I, I, I think everybody does. That's, that's what's great about it. It's one of those where it, people see that. And I think that's what's been key with uh, any motorsports is it's been a success in is people see it and they go, Hey, I, I, I can go and do that too. And I think, you know, that that's the thing with Polaris razor, you know, is it, it's, it's welcoming to everybody. That's the thing with just about, you know, any of these motorsports that really, I think drifting for one, you know, people know, Hey, we can, I can go and do that. I can take my car and learn to drift, you know? And I think hyperdrive is one of those, you know, it's one of those rarities, the anomalies where, you know, you and I watch a top fuel car and we know we can't do that but i watch hyperdrive and i go oh i can do that too and that's what brings people in by you know the masses totally totally so uh i think that's what i think that's what makes it work yeah exactly so that being said we are almost to the three segment time break here buddy uh what what do you got next i know nascar it is playoff time my friend uh you know i know you got some filming and stuff what's uh what's coming up for you in the next couple of weeks well, uh, I'm working on uh, another show for uh, Netflix, and I'm not allowed to tell you what it is yet, but it'll be awesome. Um, hopefully, we get to hear some good news on Hyperdrive soon. And yeah, uh, NASCAR and NBC is heating up. We got our, you know, the field set for our 16 um, people running for the championship. So now we just we got 10 more races to see how all this stuff is going to shake out. But uh, I'm bummed, man. Jimmy Johnson didn't didn't make it. I know that would have been awesome, but uh, I got a feeling we're going to see. 
maybe Denny Hamlin. Uh, it's been an insane year for him. Maybe even Kyle Busch. I don't know who we're gonna gonna pick, but it's gonna be an awesome year, that's for sure. Yeah, I gotta say, is uh, is a guy that uh, knows both of Jimmy's brothers and how much work that uh, Jarrett put into uh, getting his old uh, off road truck back together. I absolutely. The entire off-road community was so stoked on Jimmy Johnson bringing back the old Chevy Lightning for uh, theme for for Darlington and the video he put out with the old How off-road cool truck. How cool was that, dude? Uh, dude, I I don't I I swear the entire off-road industry was literally on cloud nine because of that. Like I don't I know Jimmy's still friends with a lot of people in the industry. He hasn't been back in a while, and rightfully so. He's trying to become the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. Um, right. But dude, like that was so so rad. I mean, it gave me goosebumps because I grew up my dad raced against jimmy in class eight and then to see him bring that truck back it was like so rad and jared man he did such a ridiculous job that that thing you know to to dig around and find period correct parts and to rebuild that truck the way they did and we got to give credit to ally bank the fact that they said no totally we make make it exactly like you had it because a lot of these companies get in there and they're like yeah let's do a throwback and it doesn't look anything like what they're throwing back to but you know that truck Without that truck, we would have never had Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR, is the truth. So to me, it's not only a piece of off-road history, it's a piece of NASCAR history. And that's what I loved about seeing it there in Darlington was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and now I know everybody's already talking, oh, hopefully Jimmy takes it to the Nora Mexican 1000, you know, the vintage race, and takes it down there so we can see him run that. And I got to think that's on on his radar at some point. So uh, we'll see. He's got to be. He's so cool, man. I know he'd do it. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm sure he is. And like I said, I know he's, he's still friends with a lot of people in the industry. And uh, I can tell you, we'd welcome him back with open arms anytime he wanted to come back. And um, I'm sure Robbie Gordon would uh, give him a little rub here and there, too. So <laughs> be fun to have him <laughs> you know it. Yeah, Jimmy versus Robbie in the desert once again. Wouldn't that be a storyline, man? I'd be there. I'd, I'd be. I'd be on the front row. Yeah, I think both of us would. Oh man, Rutledge, dude! Thank you for the taking the time for uh, episode number four hundred, buddy. I can promise you it won't be four hundred episodes before we do it again, man. Amen. Hey, congratulations! Thanks for having me. So proud of you, man. Thanks for uh, for doing what you do. This is such a cool thing to be a part of, and uh, and you're a legend. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, buddy. And I'm sure we'll see you out at that General Continental Tire uh, party at SEMA once again, right? Yes, I can't wait. See you there. How rad is Rutledge Wood, man? So special to have him on the show here to celebrate episode number 400. We're going to wrap things up when we return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Wrapping up the show. Thanks, Rutledge Wood. Thanks, Tiffany Stone, for calling in. Thanks to all of you guys uh, for tuning in, whether it was uh, Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 211, uh, Sports Byline, American Forces Network, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or downanddirtyshow.com. Thank you guys for the continued support. And uh, we will continue to rock and roll here. Uh, those of you looking for that uh, promo code there for iRacing, it's PR Jim Beaver. That'll get you fifty percent off your new iRacing subscription. Also, we've got uh, one there at Dirtfish Rally School, Jim Beaver fifteen. That will get you. Uh, that'll get you fifteen uh, percent off at uh, Dirtfish Rally School. Big thanks to General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Rally School. Optimus Starters, uh, and also our good friends there at RacingJunk.com, iRacing, GSP, XTV, Axles, everybody who continues to support the show. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Upcoming events, you know, that's normally where we give that plug in. Yeah, we got nothing for you. But we do have a ton of racing on iRacing. Uh, IRX, I've got uh, my team. Uh, we got Cabot Bigham. We'll be racing for my team there on IRX. Uh, then moving at, moving forward into uh, Saturday, we've got uh, the e, the Jim Beaver Esports eShort Course World Cup. That will be televised there on my Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, as well as General Tires. And then moving into uh, next week, we've got eNASCAR, uh, the Coca-Cola eNASCAR series. Uh, we got my drivers, Michael Grigley and Eric Smith. They will compete, be competing there on the iRacing Network. So uh, lots of racing coming at you. Uh, you know, it's just eSports racing, right? But we'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. <laughs> If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. A special news and update station you control.
Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 